Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce your host of Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to Business Talk, the podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. Uh, we have a great show for you today. We have with us Cheryl Melandrinos. She is president of the Realtor Association of Pioneer Valley. How are you today, Cheryl? Fabulous, George. How are you? Oh, we're good. Thank you for joining the show. Uh, Thank you. We needed to have you come on. Uh, the housing market in this region. Well, I guess there's nothing to talk about, really. So we'll uh, thank you for coming. No, we'll, uh, uh, <laughs> there's all kinds of things to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. Uh, we've got um, a really uh, kind of incredible market at the moment. Uh, prices are high and going higher. Demand is off the charts. Inventory is low. Interest rates are low, but going higher. All these forces are creating a, kind of a volatile mix. I guess I want to start. Have you ever seen anything like this before? Or? Well, actually, so I started in 2014 as we started the climb back up. So, um, and but in speaking to a lot of um, other realtor members that have been in the business quite a long time, this is actually a pretty unique market. Um, not really seen um, previously the, the frenetic pace of this market. It all started what about maybe 18 months ago, a year ago, really? What? Yeah, I mean. The pandemic definitely has had its impact. Um, so I, I would agree with that time frame. Mm-hmm. And again, we're, we're seeing all kinds of different forces colliding at the same time. What I, I want to start by talking about is just this market and more people wanting to come here and, and what impact that is having on the market. I mean, we've always basically just had a certain market for the homes in this area. And that was basically people who already lived here or might be coming to this region for various reasons now, or so I'm told, uh, because of the possibility of remote work, this region is now on a lot more radar screens than it was once on. Is that a fair statement to make or? Totally agree. Okay. Um, You know, remote work opportunities, you know, have allowed buyers to look outside of uh, their neighborhood where their office was. So the Valley has always been attractive to people, um, but now you may see more people coming in, say, from New York, Boston area, who now may have the opportunity to do fully remote or a hybrid schedule where they're part-time in the office and part-time home. It gives them a lot more opportunity for where they want to live. And we're seeing a lot of that. When I say a lot, we're seeing it. I've heard uh, Boston, New York, people from those markets not wanting to pay those prices and now not having to because they can live here are are, are coming or at least looking at this market. Is that what you're seeing personally? Or? Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, we've always been, uh, you know, uh, in the Valley had such a diversity here where Um, between your cities, but then your suburbs and some more rural areas that allow a a lot of opportunity um, for a buyer to feel out where they want to be. The pandemic really also just had us all assessing what was important to us um, as families, as individuals. Um, I, I think it's caused us to rethink 
Mm-hmm. You know, now, where would where would you say we are in that cycle? That is that an ongoing trend? Has that peaked? Is a, have we not seen the peak yet? Um, how much more activity are we going to see in that category? I think it's all hard to say. I, if if I had to to guess, I um, in the days of the pandemic prior to vaccines. It seemed to be more of a concern. People were, and they still are, but you saw a lot of people, oh, suddenly my my family, entire family is working and learning from home. Does my current home in its current size allow for that? So you saw some movement there and, that, and that's kind of settled down to some degree, mm-hmm. but we still have people looking for more open space. We still have people who are they're shopping more for lifestyle than they used to. Like, what is close? What do I want to be close to? What is the life experience that I want? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and where is that place that I call home that's next to those things? So this is just one of the factors that's creating more demand for a limited amount of inventory. But there are other factors as well. I mean, we're not building as many homes as we were. There's a lumber shortage. There's material shortages. There's just, we've got that going on too. Do you want to just talk about the whole inventory situation in terms of historical reference, uh, in terms of the laws of supply and demand? Well, so we have two large segments of the market right now. Um, Millennials who are coming into their prime age of buying. And and then you also have, you know, baby boomers, but just the, the repeat home buyer. So, what has happened is that your repeat home buyer has actually now the average age for repeat home buyer is 56, where it used to be much younger. So people are staying in their homes longer. So, and in the Northeast, 41% of the market is first time home buyers looking for those starter homes. So they're trying to buy them, but the people that are living in them are staying in them longer. So that's, you know, we're, and we're going to continue to see that first-time home buyer starter home demand um, because people are looking at this from, hey, they want to try out home ownership. They don't want to go from apartment to, you know, the, the $400,000, $500,000 home. They want to start out small, see how home ownership works for them. Right. And, and, you know, with some uncertainty in the job market, um, you know, they're, they're also thinking, you know, it's just where I'm going to be for the next five to 10 years, potentially. What has that done to prices on that starter home market? What are we seeing? So our median price right now, uh, as of the end of December, was two eighty, which which is is high. I mean, so last last December um, prior was two fifty six. So sellers are seeing some great um, equity gains there, but it's made so it not, harder for that first time home buyer. You know? Right, I'm not real good at math, but that's say about a uh, 10, 12 percent increase there. Yeah. Yeah, about well, nine point four percent. Okay, so uh, that's that's significant nationwide. I believe the number is higher to closer to what sixteen, seventeen percent. Yeah, I mean, we, we've been we've been fortunate in the valley that we do have that diverse marketplace, which offers a lot of different properties. So it helps to span that, you know, spread that out a little bit. All right, you're listening to Business Talk, the podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. Today, we're talking to Cheryl Malandrinos. She's the president of the Realtor Association of the Pioneer Valley. We're talking about the housing market in the valley, uh, what's happening and, and what could happen uh, in the months and the quarters and the years. But we can't 
project years out, but let's let's just do months and quarters for now. So, uh, talk about. I mean, this the valley is is large and it's diverse. So where are the communities that where you're seeing the most activity? I'm sure I can guess, but I don't want to. I imagine the Amherst Northampton area uh, might be really hot. Um. So. At the end of um, December, their sales were, were actually down, but that's because they don't have a lot to sell. <laughs> um, and, and in Hamden County here, we, we were down also. We were down, you know, 10 point, uh, we, we were down uh, 9.5% here in Hamden County. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, Hamden County has just more houses av- available right. in, in inventory um, than Hampshire or Franklin. But <laughs> talk about what, but, you know, that's just the way. Talk about what this has been like for for people in your profession. Uh, I'm sure amateurs like me are, are probably thinking, "Boy, what a great time to be a realtor!" But it also must be challenging and must be frustrating to represent buyers who are, are, are left out, uh, continually uh, show up just a little bit too late, and are outbid, and have to go back and try again and again and again. Uh, professionally, what's what's this been like? So. Uh, totally agree. Um, it is challenging to um, buoy everybody's spirits when they've been beaten out two, three, four times sometimes um, as they're looking for a home. Um, and seller expectations are really high right now. Um, so it's not necessarily easier from that aspect either. Um, one of the things we are seeing in the marketplace is that there are more realtors than, than ever joining you know, the RAPV membership, we're just seeing statewide, we're seeing a lot of people come into the real estate industry. So you're increasing competition for a limited amount of inventory to sell. And the reasons for people getting in would seem obvious. Uh, people will tend to gravitate toward uh, industries and markets that are hot. And this is a, a hot business right now. So have you seen this kind of competition before or? You know, not to this degree. Really? Um, you know, the numbers that come out of the board of registration are very high. Um, the Realtor Association of Pioneer Valley welcomed 335 new realtor members last year, which which is unusually high for them. And we're seeing them in this market as well? Yes. Really? Okay. You know, it's going to continue. We had um, new member orientation uh, plan. We'll have another 45 new, you know, 45 members that are doing orientation. They may Usually, that someone has been in the business that within the first six months they take their orientation. Mm-hmm. So, what advice do you have for those buyers at this point? Um, we're going to talk about sellers in a minute, but um, I would imagine to stay patient, stay with it, hang in there. Um, you can only tell them that so many times. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of it, but also, so there are pockets of opportunity. So, um, sometimes things are not priced appropriately. So, there are those properties that may be lingering on the market. Take a look at those. Um, do you have the ability to do a little bit of, uh, you know, upgrades or yourself? Do you, do you have the ability to do a little bit more work um, to allow yourself to find a good property that meets your needs, but may need some cosmetic updates? Also, as we discussed, with the remote work opportunity, can you look outside of a location that you... Look in a location you may not have considered before. Right. In addition, um, you know, conforming loan rates, loan limits were were raised as of January first, as well as FHA loan limits. So that's going to provide some more opportunity um, for buyers in the marketplace. 
Interesting. So we, we talk about markets being buyer's markets or seller's markets. This is it a, a clearly a seller's market? How long will it remain that way, do you think? Yeah, we're expecting it to remain fairly strong seller's market um, this year. Um, potentially, as we move forth, we may see more inventory hitting the market. Um, mm-hmm. So we're hoping for some kind of equity, you know, okay. something to become a little bit more equitable in the marketplace. Um, mm-hmm. And interest rates are destined to rise this year. Right. Now, we're projecting at least two or three interest rate increases, and we don't know what that will do to rates overall. So exactly. you're projecting status quo for maybe at least the next quarter or two? or Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, the reality is that for some time we haven't produced enough houses. Um, mm-hmm. And talking about the supply chain issues, People who have wanted to do some home improvements, um, you know, may have not had access to some supplies um, that they need before they want to list. So, so that's not helping things any. But again, um, you know, it's a conversation to have with with, with your realtor and mm-hmm. see what makes most sense. Now, you converse with uh, realtors across this state and across this region, but also with others across the country. Uh, I'm sure you're a member of uh, larger societies, larger groups. And are, are we seeing things in other markets that we expect to see here? Uh, are we seeing other markets cooling down, kind of an indication of what might be happening here? Is there a market you're watching closely? I think I asked that question three different ways. Now. Yeah. So Dr. Lawrence June provided like a 2022 outlook um, and there were 10 markets, you know, that he identified um, across the country that he thought were markets to watch, um, you know, some areas of Tennessee um, and, and other areas that um, he really thought we should keep an eye on. Um, here in the Valley, we've been a pretty steady market just overall. Um, what I can say is we have some of the oldest housing stock in the nation, but top on buyers list right now um, for what they're looking for in a home uh, you know, our smart home technologies, you know, so smart appliances, um, programmable thermostats, ways to make life easier, managing your home remotely, those those kinds of things. Um, you know, they're looking for hardwood floors and kitchen islands. So those are the top three, mm-hmm. but smart technology is something buyers really are interested in. Um, we're seeing more solar as time has gone on, um, you know. Because it is a challenge uh, for us with having a wh- older housing stock here, um, but yet Massachusetts overall has, is one of the top at energy efficiency. So it's something that Massachusetts takes seriously. Is there any indication as to when the industry might start to get caught up and start to build more homes in this region? Or I'm sure you can't wait. <laughs> I, I think that there's a lot of moving parts to it. Um, right. You know, Governor Baker did put forth his housing choice initiative bill that passed. Yes, he did. Um, you know, so they're they're looking at it. It's just hard to say. There's a lot of moving parts to this. You know, it involves you know zoning as as well as you know curing some of that supply chain issue that we have. Okay. So again, uh, your projection is for probably more of the same of what we're seeing right now. I think we're kind of stuck on repeat. So so take 2021, stick it on repeat. Here you go. That's 2022. Okay. All right. Well, good luck to you. Uh, Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, That was very insightful. We'll we'll have you back on uh, maybe in another quarter or two, and, and we'll see where we're at then. Sounds great. Thanks, George. 
Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you to all of you for listening. This has been Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.